0: To
1: back Welcome to Loinlander, the most unofficial Outlander podcast on the internet, or anywhere.
0: I'm your host, Megan.
1: And I am your host, Joe.
0: And tonight, we are here to talk about the final episode... Of Loinlander. Of season three, Outlander. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Yeah. Um, episode 313, Eye of the Storm. Highly anticipated episode...
1: By some. The grand finale.
0: The grand finale of season three.
1: Some would say certain people have been waiting for this moment all year long.
0: Some would say that. And others are dreading it because now we are officially in Droughtlander. Mm-hmm. So this episode was written by Matthew B. Roberts and Tony Graffia. They co-wrote it. Yeah, well, I could tell. Um, and something that's a little bit different is typically Ronald D. Moore will write the first and last episode... Mm-hmm. Although I believe for the end of season two, Tony Graffia and Matt, Matt B. Roberts joined up and wrote that one as well. But I'll have to double check. Anyways, the two of them wrote this and it was directed by Matthew B. Roberts.
1: Oh, was it? What did really? you think of the direction? Um, I mean, that would actually, it's, it wasn't great. And that would actually yeah. explain a lot of it. Yeah. There were certain scenes where I was like, this is not, this doesn't look very good for what it is. Like what scene? It's funny. It, I didn't think about it at the time. Um, the dancing scene, I thought, was really poor. I want to talk um, about that dancing was scene just, when we just get didn't to it. Look, it looked really low rent. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no, actually, I didn't realize, I didn't pay attention. I didn't know he had directed this episode going into it, but it shows.
0: Yeah. Again. Yeah so the title card was a bit different this time around because the title card was claire moving slowly underwater but she we also have a voiceover for the title card which typically we don't get and she's saying i was dead which is interesting because the very first line of of um voyager is jamie thinking he's dead yeah in at call he he Colin he wakes up and he thinks it's it says like he was dead the only thing is he couldn't figure out why his nose was aching so badly cuz he'd right. broken his nose. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a nice throw to that like a full sure. circle thing. You know, we start out with Jamie thinking he's dead and then we end opening with Claire essentially saying she's dead. Yeah. What did you think of the title card?
1: Uh I mean it was different from all the rest. They they it was a complete left turn. I really feel like I mean, with you telling me that they that Matthew B. Roberts and Tony Graffier wrote this episode, and for some reason Matthew B. Roberts directed the episode and the difference with the title, like, I really think that this episode probably marks a sea change where of the handing off of this show to lesser people, and it's not going to go well.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. I know that there's a lot <sighs> of people that have concerns about we, that the handover.
1: Yeah, and they should.
0: So, the first scene is Claire in a buggy, and she's off to find young Ian. And she's on her way to Galus's plantation. Mm-hmm. And they stop for a second. The, the buggy stops because a bunch of slaves are humming and walking past them with torches. And I didn't really understand the point of this scene, did you?
1: I didn't either. No. Are it-
0: those... People, the same people that are then dancing later on, maybe? I
1: mean, I guess, I guess. It was just kind of strange. It mean, was almost like an
0: homage to these people, uh, but it's like, well, what are they doing uh, besides I, humming and walking with torches?
1: It, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I mean, they are in they are in Jamaica. Like the two so guys on the buggy it, it,
0: seemed like, whoa, we better stop. Yeah,
1: they seemed a bit freaked out by it, but I'm not really sure. It was never, I mean, all through the episode, it was never explained who the, I mean, I thought that they were going to be the people like the free slaves that Tamerer was trying to find, but then we never saw Tamaraire We never saw so, him. We can only assume he's happily uh, yeah, he's just living in he's the happy mountains, in a way. just limping around blissfully. Yeah, yeah. So that was just one of many confusing things, unexplained things. Well, I wanted to touch on the the two guys driving the carriage yeah, I know. because they. Let, I, I one thing I asked was
0: because when Claire got out and she's like, "So do this yeah, and do this," like, are they
1: are they slaves? Because <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird that they made. Such a big deal out of her you know, not letting, letting Tamara go, and then like the two drivers of the carriage just kind of like looking over and being like, "Oh, uh,
0: where's he what? going?" I don't think that they were because they're just
1: free men that happen to have gotten.
0: Well, they're I think wagon that driving. Maybe jobs. they're getting paid to do that job, sort of how Jamie was getting paid to do that job at Hellwater. Maybe is that a possibility? I Did don't they pay? Know. I, I don't, don't know. know that it I is. Don't know. It doesn't
1: seem in the in the environment. It doesn't seem right that in they the environment.
0: Exist in. So you're right. Why do, I don't know? It
1: seems wrong and wrong, but not surprising that something like that would be as wrong as it is. It just clunky. Just A clunky, clunky. Yeah. Bad continuity. Just uh, yeah. It was clunky and not good. Anyway.
0: Next scene. Ferguson. Mar- come back to, I think it's called the Black Cat Inn, and they Mm -hmm. find a note from Claire that explains that Jamie's been arrested, and Fergus says, I have an idea.
1: So, yeah, Claire has gone all the way back after leaving Jamie, and Jamie was like, take the pictures and go rescue Young young Ian. Instead of going to the plantation, Claire goes all the way back to the Black Cat and changes, and leaves a note. Yeah. Also bizarre.
0: Yeah. Um, well, she doesn't...
1: you think there'd be maybe a bit of a sense of urgency there. but Maybe. Uh, anyway.
0: So then Claire wanders around Galus's slave quarters whispering, Ian, and she finds... And it's like, is this your plan? Really? For real? Just like whispering in, And she finds two dead boys. And as she's just discovered them, she's dragged to Galus' mm-hmm. room by... I think his name is... Hercules.
1: Well, they were the two boys that were in the prison. Was it?
0: Was it those two? I'm yeah, pretty sure. I thought maybe it was them. Yeah. Um,
1: um, yeah, she gets a she gets uh, snatched up by Hercules, the quietest 350 pound man in the history of large <laughs> men.
0: Yeah, and as she's taken into Galus's room, young Ian is quickly taken away just before she arrives.
1: Yeah. So so there's a scene where Galus and young Ian basically Galus is said to Ian, you know, oh, you forgot to mention that Claire's here. Mm-hmm. And you guys, there's obviously some sort of crazy conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Why are you really here? And Young Ian basically says, look, you bat shit crazy loon. I'm telling the truth. So if you're going to kill me, just do <laughs> it just already. Do it, yeah. And then uh, they find out that Claire's coming. And so Gaelus whisks Young Ian away and literally just yeah. mere, mere seconds. I think she could have probably told somebody. She's like, hey, can you give me like a minute? <laughs> <laughs> no, <in between. laughs> let's just cut it as close as we can. Yeah. So, Claire comes in and...
0: And then she and G- Galis start to have a conversation. Yeah. But it's... They have... I feel like they have interesting chemistry, these two. Because they have such a strange relationship. Because there is some sort of friendship between them, for sure. Yeah. But like- there's also complete distrust on both sides.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they've both kind of... Sacrificed for each other. They they've done good turns to each other in the past. Different
0: at different moments. And yeah. at one point, Galas says, "Like you and I are more connected than even you and Jamie." Mm-hmm. And Claire's like, "Maybe." Yeah, I'm they, they have they definitely to have a
1: connection, if not a kinship.
0: Mm-hmm. But also a dislike and a distrust. Yeah, like, they never know where the other one.
1: Well, Claire knows straight up that Galas is lying because she lied to her last episode. She knows that she has Young Ian and she's denying it. Mm-hmm. So she knows she's not on the level. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Gaelis feels that there's some sort of under... Well, she doesn't know, believe under, anything Claire says. Yeah, when Claire's like, I some, haven't even
0: been here for the last 20 years. Yeah, she
1: thinks Claire's looking for her magic rocks and trying to, you know, also uh, disrupt her plan to getting the magically can, king of make Scotland, Scotland yeah. the you know, magically get a king of Scotland. I don't know. She's just crazy. She's crazy.
0: Also. She is crazy. And... She's always had, I think, a hope slash fear that Claire has also come back in time to change history. And Claire's right. like, Nope. Nope. Just came back here by accident and now to, I'm yeah. really into Jamie. Yeah, so, and just come back
1: to have sex. Yeah. That's really what yeah. she came comes back for. And make if like Claire likes to do three things have sex, make bad life decisions, and get in trouble. That's what she does. Yeah. That's her deal.
0: So she's in her element right now. Next scene, Jamie's being uh, taken away by Captain Leonard, mm. but then it's interrupted
1: right. by a bunch of Other redcoats. red coats.
0: Yeah, and he's taken to Lord John Gray. Yeah. They because both of are. because of Fergus. Yeah.
1: Right. We find out after. Yeah. Yes. But
0: um and yeah, so Lord
1: John Grey is awesome in the scene. He, he basically is so good because
0: Captain Leonard is like, okay, well, this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. And Lord John Grey's like... Just rips him apart. But he starts off by being like, oh, of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to arrest yeah. him. Can you just give me the warrant yeah. for his arrest? Yeah,
1: he paints him into a corner and then basically it just gets worse for the young captain. And he, in the end, basically just... Shoes him away like. Well, a, he asks like him for a,
0: a warrant. He doesn't yeah. have it, and he's like totally understand. But you must have an affidavit from the right. person that. And he's like, no, I don't, I have, that don't have that either. Yeah, and he just <laughs> takes him down, like. Yeah. Takes him. In the end, down. He
1: calls him lieutenant. Yeah. Like basically saying, you know, I love the line, uh, even though I don't really have a line of the episode. I did like where he was like in the army. We actually earn our promotions.
0: Whereas you guys like, just yeah, die off yeah. and then Captain. get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a yeah. really. John
1: Gray was great. Like yeah. he, is, he, he was all assertive and, you know, he wasn't going to let Jamie go down like that.
0: No. It was a really good scene. It was a great scene.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Jamie's like, thanks. Goodbye.
0: Well, <laughs> actually, yeah, because... Which I
1: thought was weird too. I
0: did too. Like Captain Leonard leaves and Jamie says, it seems I inde- I'm indebted to you mm-hmm. once again for saving my life. And they say goodbye. Yeah, and
1: then it's just like, goodbye. I
0: kind of wanted them to kiss.
1: <laughs> like, John Gray did too.
0: I, I know. I just felt like... They he's yeah, done John's so much like, for you, and yeah. he loves you so much. Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but then he was just like, see ya and ran yeah, off. Yeah. You
1: think you'd be like, "No, you should probably stay for a little bit or something." But, yeah. Nope. But yeah.
0: So back to Claren Uh She asks Claire again, "Why are you here?" Which is something that she asked her at the witch trial over and over. And uh, and then you know she says, "We share a bond," and Claire is like, "I haven't even been here for twenty years." And she explains what happened, and Galas doesn't believe that she's traveled through the stones three times and survived. Which is something that I actually really like because it's the first yeah. acknowledgement that traveling through the stones is extremely difficult, which is something they have totally skimmed past because they well, didn't, they haven't
1: talked about it at all. The they ship. haven't
0: talked about it at all. Like when Claire arrives back in the A Malcolm episode, Well, which we don't even
1: know what happened. She just, she just steps and, into and a puddle and went well at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: and it's like, no, no, that almost killed her going back. But then as soon as she finds out about Leary, she has her bags and she's storming off saying, I'm leaving, I'm going back to the stones. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, no, that could kill you because it was so difficult.
1: So in the the show, it doesn't, well, it didn't exist, but now apparently Galas is saying it 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 is is, challenging. No, but
0: it is very difficult. And it is difficult for Claire as well. I really like this scene because there was a lot of conversation about time travel and the, the theories and the methods. And Claire calls galus out and says you don't have to sacrifice someone.
1: well this is all because so but it all starts by where she has to convince galus that why she came back right and, and she was like well i went back because it was really bad at culloden and galus was like that's bullshit yeah, you wouldn't leave you, jamie. jamie and then you. finally she spits out well i don't know why she was holding it back because she doesn't at this point realize that galus is going to be super treacherous about it but finally she blurts out i was pregnant mm-hmm. and like this just stops galus in her tracks she doesn't believe her. But then, of course, as I predicted last episode, Claire pulls out the pictures and shows them to him. And, you know, it doesn't take Galus very long to put, you know, 100 and 100 together and come up with a 200 year old baby.
0: It's very clever. Thank that was you. witty.
1: So she uh, she pilfers one of the pictures of Brianna and is like, okay, well, uh, that was a great talk tonight. Yeah. Uh, actually, somewhere in there, though, you're, is, is the part where you're talking about how. Uh, oh, yeah. Claire but, says,
0: you don't have to sacrifice. Because yeah. she's like, oh, so you saw my husband? And Claire's like, yes, I did. Yeah, Burning. Is, yeah. And, and so Claire's like, you don't have to sacrifice. And she's like, how do you get through? And Claire says, Claire believes that it has something to do with someone on the other side pulling her.
1: So maybe it's one of those things where there's like a, like a you know, if you want to talk about black magic versus light magic, you know, like that kind of, like there is a pure way to go through the stones. But you can also... Like, shoehorn your way through the old yeah. Gaylis Duncan Burning Man way.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Gailus, as you said, takes the picture of Brianna, hides it in her dress, and immediately sends Claire yeah. to the guest house. She's I'm like, tired. and stay as long as you like. Claire goes to the guest house, looks outside, sees young Ian being taken away, mm-hmm. and then someone comes into her room.
1: Who could have, po- no, she was outside. But who, yeah, oh, she right. was searching the grounds. Right, right, right. Yeah, who could it possibly be? Jamie Fraser.
0: It was Jamie. And he confirms that it was Fergus that got word yep. to John Gray. Right. Claire and Jamie then go towards the drumming.
1: After young yeah, she she basically said he's going towards, towards the, the drumming. Drum. Which is interesting because I don't remember actually having heard the drumming up
0: to that point. We Maybe didn't. we
1: had, but I glossed over it. Um
0: so, and then they show the dancing.
1: Yeah, so they come out and uh, they they can see in a the clearing there's like a some tribal dancing going on and, and it goes
0: on forever. And actually when I was watching it the first time, I thought to myself, this screams like someone didn't have the heart to edit it down and leave it on the cutting room floor because I bet I bet this scene took forever to shoot. Like I bet it was like hours yeah. and hours and hours and so it was just like painful but it's like we get it. There's people dancing around. They've got masks on the front of their faces and masks on the back of their head. And we've seen the guy with the crocodile head as well. And we know that they're dancing. And like, we get the parallel to the women who are dancing yeah, at the yeah. stones. Like <sighs> I understood that before we got the uh, annoying flashback that's like, it's very much like when Clara saw this. It's like, no, no, we don't need the flashback. We know. Yeah,
1: I thought that was weird. And she kind of like, it almost is like she feels like this like magical pull towards them. And then she physically gets pulled out because they find them in the... In the uh, the bushes and pull up, but I mean, I thought the whole. De- I mean, I just didn't think it was that good. We've seen that sort of scene we've you, you've seen in TV and movies and things like that a, a, many times before, and it was done better almost every time, um, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I just thought it, it just didn't look very good. So it was extra bizarre that if they hung on it for such a long time. They but really I,
0: did, yeah.
1: They liked it, obviously. So Jimmy uh, and
0: Clara pulled out of the bushes. Willoughby comes up and he's like, "They're with me." Yeah. Don't worry Willoughby and Margaret Campbell are together Margaret Campbell pulls Claire and Jamie aside and grabs onto Jamie Margarets suddenly
1: super normal by oh the yeah way. she's
0: like Claire it's wonderful to see you again yeah. uh, and Claire's like you too you yeah. seem a lot more normal than the yeah. last time I encountered you when you were mumbling gibberish yeah. at your table being beaten by your brother and then Margaret looks at Jamie and gasps and like l- starts walking she, towards yeah. him and I actually there was like a cute moment where Jamie just kind of looks at Claire like this crazy lady's walking towards right. me and she grabs onto his hand and she's like i see you dead in the field looking at a rabbit mm-hmm. and then we get the flashback to jamie yeah in the field looking at the, the rabbit, rabbit. which and, yeah, we don't then, do we need that i
1: feel like well, we don't no, need
0: that uh, and then
1: she goes directly to claire and she's like you're you're, you're looking at, at a bird and and yeah
0: you think of jamie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what we don't need the flashback right. we we watched it right so that was a bit much, and then well, she then, actually becomes Brianna.
1: Right. Yeah. Then there's this part where yeah she. And bizarrely... did you know that
0: that's what she was doing? Because yeah, I was surprised that they didn't actually use Sophie Skelton's voice for that scene. Because that, was
1: that in the book? Like... Yeah.
0: Except that for Claire, she was like, it was Brianna's voice.
1: Oh really? Okay. And it was
0: freaking her out because right I mean, because it's her daughter's voice coming out and. Basically, Brianna was like, Oh, it's so nice It's so nice to see you. I love you. And I love you too, Mama. And then suddenly there's a monster coming towards me because meanwhile in the cave, right. Galus is putting little stones around yeah, her Yeah, she's picture. getting ready
1: to do some stuff. We'll get to that.
0: But you knew that she had basically become Brianna for a second? Yeah, she
1: was channeling Brianna or Brianna through her or some weird thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. Margaret's brother comes up and... Um, tells Jamie and Claire of Galless's interest in the 200 year old baby right
1: and she had mentioned that to Claire so Claire instantly clues in and knows yeah. that you know she searches through and can't find the picture of Brianna with the dog and she realizes what's happening yeah they put they put 100 and 100 together and come to 200 year old baby and yeah. Jamie's like, oh, we got to go get Galus. And yeah, so they run That was actually out. a
0: good scene. It was like fast-paced and there wasn't a lot yeah. of like, okay, well now we, it was just like they were both on board. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. They and, go, then,
1: and then Willoughby just breaks well, Margaret's brother's neck and they... Then there's this dancing weird scene people where carry off. Margaret's,
0: Margaret's brother <laughs> hits Margaret with a stick. Yeah. Willoughby snaps his neck at the same time yeah. as the dancing we- people are... Eating a chicken, chicken, a raw chicken, a, raw, a live, a, a live yeah, chicken. Yeah,
1: well, previously. Alive. Anyways,
0: end scene. That's the last but time then, we
1: see Willoughby. Yeah, they, so Willoughby breaks this guy's neck, and then the well, dancing he, people just come and they like
0: pick him steal up, steal his wig, and
1: take him, him away. And, uh, I, and Jamie
0: looks back, and he's like, they, "So he's for sure." Yeah, they
1: don't even. No one really blinks. They just no one blinks. keep on. They, they just pull aside one of the guys who suddenly speaks perfect English, and, and they're just like, "Where is a way? Uh, yeah, and he's like, "It's in there," but I'm I'm not going.
0: And Jamie takes a torch and starts running through a leafy yeah, jungle. Yeah, did you just, notice that? I'm like, that seems really dangerous. Yeah,
1: also just like that way is a little ambiguous when you're on a jungle island. But like, it did seem
0: like a clear path.
1: It sure did. Yeah. Conveniently.
0: So they stop in the cave and... Well they
1: go for, they don't get to the cave. They, they go and you can see there's like... The standing sto- stones. There's like standing
0: stones. Yes. And then they get to the cave and Clara says, FYI, I can hear the humming. I can hear the buzzing yeah. and I might get drawn towards right. it so and Jamie says we lost faith we're not gonna lose Brianna right they kiss it's a nice moment mm-hmm. I love when they talk about faith so as good. well as yeah. Brianna and no. you actually said hurry up kissy bears
1: <laughs> that's right I you know what it's not just outlander but I hate I hate 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 in any sort of thing where like there's like a really time sensitive thing going on yeah and the two you know love interest interest, like take time for like a kiss and an embrace it's like that is just it's stupid
0: that happens in star wars too for the record it
1: happens in a lot of things i find it stupid across the board
0: okay so they come up to galus they find they go around the corner and galus is i mean being just Crazier than ever. Yeah, she's, she's got put like the sapphires she's, in a circle. Yeah, she's, she's she got also like has this... done a chalk a chalk drawing. Yeah. And Brianna, and it looks like she's kind of been burned around the edges. Yeah, I'm of not sure what picture. happened to that
1: photo. It wasn't either. burned. It almost it looked like cut, like she'd been I don't know scrapbooking what she was doing. or something.
0: And young Ian is all tied up he's all and he's really up. upset. And Gaelis is like, Don't worry, you're gonna be sacrificed soon. And for a really good cause, yeah. Ian's freaking out. Ian
1: is not on board.
0: No. And uh So they come in. and Claire goes up to Galus. She pours. No, she
1: can't get. Yeah, she's like, no, stop. And then Galus pours a bunch of, I don't know, alcohol or something. She's going to burn young Ian. They're like, no, don't. And they go to run. And then Hercules, the quietest 350-pound man in the universe, just magically comes out of nowhere with a gun and holds it up to Jamie's head. And Galus is like, oh, you're uh, this giant man who you didn't see is going to shoot you in the head if you come any closer. But um, then
0: Gayla says, "I may spare you because Claire is fond of you." Mm-hmm. It's like Galas is
1: she's she's crazy balls for sure. She's
0: crazy, but she does know that Jamie and Claire have a yeah, very she, strong connection. She does,
1: she does enjoy true love,
0: um, and she basically says, "A life for a life, sweet Claire." And Claire's like, "He's just an innocent boy," and she's like, "No, no, I'm not referring. Yeah, I'm not no, referring I'm gonna, to him. I'm
1: going to kill your daughter. Uh, yeah, I'm, he's I, just my sacrifice. Yeah,
0: I need I need Brianna. Right, so so da- that's for sure happening." Jamie
1: and Hercules start tussling. Uh, and...
0: Everything happens Claire, very, very yeah, Claire quickly. Claire runs
1: around the corner and...
0: Picks and bit- up a... What is that? A machete? It's
1: a machete, yeah. So so basically she shoves Galus away from, from Young Ian and Galus falls and she grabs this machete and well, Jamie Well, I think Galus two- is just going to try because... Well, Galus was trying to jump for the water. Even though
0: she hadn't sacrificed Young Ian, she right. was like, like you I'm, know what? I'm I think I can it. do this. So she just...
1: Jumps through the water and Claire just takes a mad swipe with that machete. And gets her. Gets her Gets her good.
0: And then Jamie sets Hercules free.
1: Well, yeah. Jamie has nothing against Hercules. Hercules is a slave. So he's like, you're free now. Go. And Hercules just kind of looks and he's like, uh, yep. okay. And then he silently goes away.
0: Um, so this scene played out very differently in the books. Yeah. And it's not very often that I prefer the book version to... The TV series version. You
1: had told me that something was very different, but you didn't tell me what, thankfully. And so this was it? This was the part that was very different? So what happened in the book?
0: So in the books, Galus shoots Jamie in the head with a gun.
1: That would be great, yeah.
0: And it just... it looks like all Claire sees is Jamie's head flip back and he falls down. So she thinks he's dead, but right. really the bullet just skims his forehead, so all she sees is blood dripping down. Yeah. And he does it does like knock him out, but it just As it would skims yeah. his head. And Claire thinks Jamie's dead, so she mm-hmm. picks up an axe and and like hits Galus like right in the skull. Just cleaves her right in the head. And that's and that's why. But we know Galus didn't die that way. But in the book, when she picks up the skull, the skull has a huge dent in the center of the head. Oh, in the... In the right. So they they just changed it she from should... like, oh, she had her right throat slit to the axe. And I don't know, it's just this like moment of... I mean, I understand that the incentive to kill Galus is probably just as strong when she thinks she's jumping in the pool to kill her daughter as the moment went... But she thinks she's in a cave with Jamie and he's just been shot in the head. So she picks up the axe and goes, I don't know. In the book, it reads a little.
1: It's different. It's very different because in, from what you're describing to me, in the book, it's murder. And in the show. It's
0: almost an accident. It's, it's kind almost, of like. She, her she just kind of did a
1: swipe. Then. She just turns. It was almost kind of like. A, it's not self defense, but more just kind of what like. What if I put this
0: machete out there while you jump? Is in yeah. the book,
1: it's like cold blooded murder. She
0: murders her yeah. out of pure uh, terror and anger that she thinks right. Galus just shot Jamie in the mm-hmm. head and also Galus was trying to shoot Jamie in the head knowing how Claire feels about Jamie she was like this is enough right shoot him in the head and then Claire axes her he axes down her the, in the top of the head interesting anyway so that was interesting back to the TV series I would
1: I will say that the way that she killed Galus in the in the TV show
0: mm-hmm.
1: seems much more in character, at least with the TV version of Claire, yeah, because I agree. Because her picking up an axe and cleaving Galas in the in the top of the head would be completely out of character, and I would have, I agree, complained and called that out. Yeah, so I, I feel agree. like that was a good
0: call. Um, so they leave the cave, and there's a really sweet moment with Jamie and Young Ian, where Young Ian's like, "It's so good to see you, Uncle. I knew you'd come. You did take a lot longer a long than time. I thought." Cause he's like, it's been months, like, mm-hmm. and just Jamie, in the nick of time, too. Yeah, and Jamie's like, I did. You're right. Sorry yeah. about that. But I just, I like their dynamic again. Sam Hewen has really good chemistry with everyone, so he gives him a hug, and then, um, then he's like, "Isn't this great? We're all okay, yeah. And Claire is she's
1: just having like weird PTSD with a bloody machete in her
0: hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you actually said, "Oh, by the way, I just decapitated someone for the first time in my life, and it's a bit of a fresh experience." <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, she was... Because Jamie
0: was kind of like, oh, are you not... And she was still holding on to the... Yeah, I mean, Claire
1: got over it pretty fast, really. But, you know, she was was a little fresh there. Yeah,
0: get over it. She got over it really fast. Yeah. Then there's that moment where Jamie hugs both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then looks right up at the camera. And there's as, this
1: crane shot. As the crane pans yeah, this, up, Jamie and, and looks like, just right like, at it. What is that? It was just weird. It was, I don't know, sound of music. Like I can only was, assume
0: he was given direction to do that because he...
1: Uh, he absolutely he was given direction. He typically
0: doesn't to, yeah. look into the camera yeah. while acting.
1: No, it's that's called breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, well, no, sorry, that wasn't actually breaking the fourth wall. But it was looking directly into the camera. It was, it was a weird...
0: Why did they do that? There was
1: a couple times they had these weird kind of like.
0: Yeah, Matthew B. Roberts these, really likes those panned those.
1: It's a tra- Yeah, this like tracking crane shot. I don't know. It's not. I don't know. It's, it's,
0: so do you think he was like, okay, so I'm gonna move the camera up, and when I count to three, just look, look at the camera as, as if it was an
1: invisible bird. Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that's what he told him. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. Something very similar.
0: Anyway, speaking of Claire getting over the. Uh, Experience of very quickly decapitating someone. The next scene is we have Claire and Jamie back on the ship, and they're just on a boat.
1: Now, before ship. we get into oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> it is a ship,
0: it's a ship.
1: Before we get into all the dumb that happens after this, yeah, I just want to say mm-hmm. my favorite the, the part like from again from a story continuity standpoint is like, is that we go back to the scene. With John Gray and the captain in the boat, where John Gray, basically the reason he gets Jamie off the hook is because he says to Captain Lieutenant, you have no authority here. Your authority stops at the shore. Mine begins, and I am not letting you take Jamie in. Which means that once they go back into the water, they're fair game for Captain Leonard. So they might, I'm not like...
0: But how they're on a, they're on a ship. Is he just gonna like sh- ship up to them with his ship? I mean, and, I get
1: it, like like it, what are the chances
0: of that happening? He doesn't know where okay, they are. Okay, seriously,
1: this is the worst show to pull out the line. What are the chances <laughs> of that happening? Because we've like that is well, it
0: doesn't seem like it's a concern for any of the characters. It
1: is. It should be. I mean, y- you. If I was
0: uh, Jamie,
1: if I no, if I was Captain Leonard, if I was an aspiring, up and coming, uh, you know person trying to take in Jamie Fraser. And I was just told that my And he's on the same ship too. Ended, he got yeah, back on the Artemis. Exactly. Wouldn't you just have people sitting there watching the Artemis and being like, okay, when that boat takes off, we're going to get them. That's what I would do. And anyone else would have a brain. So I you would think that they There's would an
0: interesting point that I did not consider the, and I wonder how many Outlander fans think about that.
1: I'm going to say none. Um, but cuz that's not what they're looking for. They're oh. looking for what actually happened I in know. the
0: scene. But was, not all because uh, I'm an be an all. Sorry, I, I am saying, an Outlander fan. I am an Outlander fan and I did not care for the scene. A-
1: anyway, so just just to just, just to just to sum it up. Yeah. That was stupid okay. and it made no sense.
0: So they're surprise, back on the surprise. they're back on the ship. Jamie is shirtless and yeah. also to note he is not seasick
1: yeah no
0: which i will say that's a little bit annoying that they don't address it because in mm-hmm. the book claire has learned acupuncture from willoughby yeah so anytime and i will tell you they do end up on ships and Great. boats and everything but she knows how to do the acupuncture but it's just like no no he's fine he's shirtless and just with some soap in a bowl that's and right. he doesn't need acupuncture no. um
1: maybe she would been up some of that tea
0: so and he's going to shave his I'm going to put this in quote his beard his beard and because it's but then Claire says no leave it because it's different and it, it's not different it's the same it's, it's like it's, little pieces of whiskers that he has always had and it's like I don't know I half a millimeter it's a five like
1: o'clock shadow. Well, I don't know what
0: happened. Like couldn't they have had Sam Hewen grow his beard out a little bit more before this scene or did maybe they not that have time was, maybe
1: that's all he can do no
0: because he's had more of a beard in certain but scenes maybe that
1: was a stunt beard maybe I don't know but you think you could find another stunt beard I don't know it also it know. did little bit of a
0: little bit of a little lying there and, you, and then she gets up and you said if she looks at his cheese grater back for more than 5 seconds she has to jump him bit of so a little and you're like, it's her turtle soup, which. It, kind of it is. is. Um, Claire comes and sits down. What drove me nuts is her hair is so short. It's like a short bob.
1: You get yeah, it... really hung up on I'm hair. I'm sorry.
0: Length. Remember when she was wandering through the jungle and ran into Father Fogden and her hair was long and cascading over mm-hmm. her shoulders? Maybe she trimmed it when they got on the Artemis. That Maybe doesn't seem like it would be top priority, mm-hmm. but it is certainly shorter. Right. Um. Her hair length, I've always sort of had issues with. You so. Found. Then they start kissing, even though he has soap all over his face, and everyone knows soap tastes gross. And I'm, it's just like it must have been,
1: mm-hmm. I didn't
0: care for that. Then they start, and it, we did time it. It's a full five minutes. Well, but he,
1: no, sorry, just to go back to the mm-hmm. soap. Look, see, he's got the soap on his face, and then he wipes all the stuff off, and he, like, starts wiping her face, and
0: then he wipes What's it across her mouth. mouth and it's like, which no. no. Like,
1: that,
0: that, that face thing? cloth has a lot I of did. soap on it.
1: And she's like, that's sexy. That's yeah, a sexy, disgusting was, soap cloth. She was into oh it, my but God. it's like, no, that that's gross. gross. That was gross. Meanwhile,
0: he is giving a play by play commentary. Oh, that goes on forever. It does go on forever, and for me, And you know what? Good job to both these actors. They, like, all the awards. They should get all of the awards because especially Sam Hewen. he is, he has some tough lines to deliver. And you know what? He does it, and he does it really well. But this scene, I have to say, like, I completely disliked it. And I love a good Jamie and Claire romantic scene, like, running on the beach for sure. Like, the wedding, like... There's lots and lots of parts of Jamie and Claire romantic stuff that I like. This was ridiculous and it went on and I was so uncomfortable and I was like, how can these actors not be uncomfortable?
1: It, it was like, it was, I don't know, it was junior. <sighs> it,
0: oh yeah, that's what you said. You were like, I'm sorry, why are we watching a long-winded uh, junior high fan fiction scene right now? And yeah. it's like, it is junior high fan fiction. It
1: really was. It was, it was... Ridiculous. It was like a bad sex scene with then the narration of another bad sex <laughs> scene on top of it at the same time.
0: Yeah, and you were like, is this for blind people so they can enjoy it as well? I don't understand what's happening. Closed captioning for the hearing impaired, but that doesn't make sense because.
1: Well, I don't If you were hearing no, impaired. No, it would be like that, like, like oh, someone I see. reading it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like. Uh, Anyways, I, uh, it's
0: a long, long scene, but I think they kept it in because mm-hmm. Diana Gabaldon has now written book she's writing the ninth and she's very famous for all of her extremely long descriptive sex scenes yeah. everyone knows that she does not close the bedroom door and one time she was asked out of all of the scenes that she's written between jamie and claire what does she think is her best sex scene and she described this one
1: so they played it out so they is this were like when in the book
0: I think so, but here's here's what I would just like to say. If Matthew B. Roberts and Tony Graffia are listening, there are some see- and and I'm sure they are. Sure we'll they probably are. get an email That's requesting. Right, sure our They'll be. They're, they're like, to, I want to be the five the hundredth 500th 500th <laughs> email.
1: That's right, Matthew B. Roberts.
0: But this is what I'll just say to them, or I'll just put it out there. Yeah. And maybe someone will tell them. Um, certain scenes, even though they're amazing in the book, mm-hmm. they read better than they. Than they, oh, than they then seem when you're actually watching right. them. That scene, I don't think I loved it. Like I remember being like, "Really, that's her favorite?" Like it was fine, but it was like physically uncomfortable for me to watch this scene. Really, I mean, weren't you? It was even when I was watching it by myself. Yeah, me mentally, scene, physically, was, everything. For me, it was
1: just ridiculous. Like well, it for wasn't uncomfortable physically it was just, uncomfortable like, because is, I didn't understand. I, like I, all I, could, I i was sitting there being like bravo actors cuz this know. is like keeping a straight face well, through this that's had to have been re- why very i was very uncomfortable difficult. because
0: i love katrina Boff and sam Hewen so very much and i think they're both incredible and i'm like god damn someone handed them this and they were like yeah they're like okay, okay. ready are you ready cuz i'm yeah. going to be doing this while describing to you mm-hmm. what yeah. i'm doing Exactly. are you ready and they just went they for said, it that yeah, was their ma'am. day So let me do a quick Shot of tequila and let's let's hit this. Let's get on yep. this. Okay, so that's that's that scene. Yeah, they finish. Jamie looks out the window and says, "Skies are turning." Mm-hmm. And they were skies were turning. They were. And you actually said the next scene. You said that's a lot of money they spent on that CG shot.
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of CG in this show, and there there was some there was some CG. Uh, a lot of CG crashing waves, boat boat on the I waves. Love uh, I love this.
0: I love the scene.
1: Did you? I, I did. Okay, I yeah. thought
0: it was. I thought it was exciting. I thought it was well done. I thought it was different. You know that I love a good disaster situation. You do. Yeah, and, it wasn't and, bad. It and was... I wanted. I wanted to, like. I wanted to know how they were going to survive and.
1: I mean, again, it was just sort of the frustratingness of Outlander with the. Improbable, you know, Claire must thrust herself in the least sensible situation she possibly can. And that is exactly, of course, what she did. She's like, everyone, for your own safety, stay down here. I'm not going to. I will go up, though. Because I am the surgeon.
0: By because putting myself at risk, I immediately I can, put Jamie at risk. Because exactly. anything I do, he has right. to. So
1: as soon as, you know, she goes up there, he immediately lets go of the wheel of the boat. <laughs> And he comes and up and says
0: Claire. too dangerous yeah go Corner, back down and then,
1: and then I like at least they had the sense to show the scene where the guy's like I can't hold the wheel <laughs> it's like no shit you can't hold the wheel why did the red-headed idiot let go of it
0: well because because of the
1: brown-haired idiot went up onto the deck like it was <laughs> they're just they deserve each other. They do. And whatever happens to them. Like, they...
0: So then, eventually, Jamie's like, we all need to get below deck. And he ties a rope around the... Yeah. I don't take care of it. Yeah, yeah. the wheel. And... But um, then they don't.
1: Everyone goes over under
0: but Claire can't. She's like... And Katrina Bolf did amazing. She's, she can't. She's like clinging on and trying to... She can't get there. So Jamie gets everyone in and closes the door. And he goes back to get her. And then, my very favorite scene of the episode... The two of them are just, and they both look like drowned rats. Like they, for two beautiful actors, they mm-hmm. really look like they were in the middle of a storm and they're clinging on and they look up and this huge wave yeah. is coming towards them and you just see them looking look at, at each other, each other and, and like, you started doing commentary. Yeah. You're like, bye, bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and, but it was just this great moment. Like they don't even say anything. They just look at each other and then it's like... Right. And then you see the wave and you see Jamie's experience. Mm -hmm. And then he stands up and, of course,
1: (gasps) Claire
0: Claire is not there. And then we have back to I was dead. I was dead.
1: And then it's basically just an extension of that original scene, but with the improbable rescue.
0: Jamie doing an incredible... What is that? Is that a breaststroke? I feel like
1: it's a breaststroke.
0: I... That couldn't have been Sam Hewen, hey? It no. wasn't, actually, because I saw behind the scenes. It, it was, looked like him, it though. It could
1: have been him. I don't know. I, I, I know that
0: they had a really good body double, because they showed behind the scenes Katrina Bolf getting in the water, and mm-hmm. there was a guy who looked a lot like Sam Hewen, yeah. but not Sam Hewen, yeah. in the water with her. Okay. So I imagine that that was him swimming towards her. It's a really nice scene, actually. I quite liked this.
1: It was a nice-looking scene. It was
0: beautiful, it, and he um, rescues her. and they Yeah, it was a really
1: m- beautifully shot scene... It looked really nice. It again, just like a whole bucket of improbable that in like he this raging free. storm. They were in
0: the eye of the storm though. So it was calm.
1: I know, that's the improbable part. It so went he... from being like this raging torrent conveniently super clear with light and he can just magically find her in the water after being hurtled overboard in like wicked Chopping waves and, you they know, very can just lucky. magically um, swim to her yeah. and cut her free.
0: He did cut her hold free. hold his breath like a and Navy then,
1: SEAL, even though he never goes in water. <laughs>
0: it was really he romantic. He never goes in water. And then, and then there's this moment where it almost looks like they're kissing. And I was like, I don't know if we have time to kiss much like you when they were in the cave. Mm-hmm. But then you realize he's actually blowing water mm-hmm. into her mouth to give her, not blowing water, blowing air, air into water her. Water in
1: her mouth would have been counterproductive.
0: Right. But yeah. To give her some oxygen, and Mm. then they come up, and it's very calm, and they hold on to what do they hold on to?
1: A wooden thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And this kind of bugged me because I was like, "That's a ship term." You should. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I I was thinking like you should pat her on the back or like blow, plug her nose and blow into her mouth a little more.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, He doesn't. So then we pan to we flash forward I guess to Jamie on yeah, the beach. It's, it's one oh, actually of those. it's a little girl yeah, on the no,
1: beach. No, no, no. Did you see the, did you just talk about the eye of the storm? No, sorry. Then we so pan then another uh, one of these awesome Yeah.
0: And Was that like, awesome?
1: No, oh. it's not awesome. So you you just like all of a sudden there's this like rising shot where they're in, you know, you see the water all around them and then you go up and you see this like circle of clouds and you see that they are in the eye of the storm, which by the way is bad because it's a giant terrible storm. And if you're in the eye of the storm, that means it's only about to get worse once the, it passes over to you again. But no, we don't see that part. We just see where... Well, they
0: clung on to that wood, Joe.
1: They they did clung on to that wood. Okay. And so they've magically, they just... It's not
0: magically. It's lucky. They were lucky.
1: Improbably. They have just magically washed up on shore. They have clung to that wood and survived the storm from the middle of the ocean all the way to the Americas. Yeah. The magic would set them free. Um, Much like the end of this episode has set me free. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Anyway. You
0: are skipping the part where JB wakes up and he crawls to um, Claire. Skip it. We're not at the part where you're free yet. Right. So he crawls to Claire and thinks she's dead and she Wait a minute. coughs did he, twice.
1: Did he, did he say the dumbest line of the episode yet? Yes. We missed the dumbest line where he's like... Sasanak, if you die, I'll kill you or something. Okay, here's what I'll tell you about that line. Like that. that didn't
0: bother me because when I read it in the book, I actually loved it. Really? I loved it. I feel again, translation to screen didn't work and maybe Sam Heughan was uncomfortable with it or just thought he might say something else and so it didn't it didn't play that well, but I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that. I know you groaned, and I'm like, "That's." Of course, I groaned. He's it was terrible. overwhelmed. There's a lot. I was overwhelmed. it has been through a lot. So Anyways, why? they end up. <laughs> what have you been through? This thirteen season, times. <laughs> season three. He crawls over to Claire. She coughs twice, and mm-hmm. then is okay. So all right, don't worry. And she says, "I told you that I'd never leave you again." Who wrote that? Who
1: wrote you, that? You know who wrote that?
0: No. I'm pretty sure that's not what she says in the book, and
1: no, that's not who I was talking about. Oh,
0: here's what bugs me about that: she did say she would never leave him again. And then when she found out about Leary, she packed her bags and she tried to get the f out of there.
1: She also tried to leave. Was that when they were Leary? standing on the cliff, and she's They're like, "I don't think her, we belong yeah. together anymore." She tried to leave a couple times, yeah.
0: Yeah. So for her to then say, "I told you I'd never leave you again," it's like, "Oops, guys, it's a little inconsistent, let's try and be sure. a bit more consistent because." I know that it's like a romantic idea to tie it into when she said that, but the characters have actually been through a little bit more since that line was Mm -hmm. said, so it doesn't make sense. So that bugged me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then people come up and they... they A better line
1: would be, how did I start breathing again after apparently drowning and floating with a magic piece of wood for what had to have been hours in the middle of a fierce storm? That would have been a more accurate line.
0: It would have been a good line yeah. for sure. It's not, a little wordy, but not as romantic. No. They learn that they're not on an island at all. They're in Georgia. They're in the Americas, mm-hmm. and even better, everyone that was on the Artemis has
1: magically Who survived.
0: were in the bottom part of the yeah. cargo? All the
1: people we know.
0: No, not the cargo. Whatever. In the Some, bottom the, part the, of the, the ship, un,
1: the under part of the ship
0: have survived. Yeah. Which
1: means all Fergus, Marcelli, Young Ian,
0: Tweedledee and Tweedledum,
1: McDo number one and two.
0: Yeah they've survived yeah. Jamie and Claire kiss and then we kind of rewind back and we go through the beach again mm-hmm. and this was confusing to me this shot because I thought we were gonna see the characters like young Ian Marsley Fergus but no no we've just gone back and now we're going by Jamie and Claire again like, right. why did we do that we were just there why do we go back and now we're going past them again because
1: someone paid for that drone and they were gonna get that shot damn yeah. it so basically they were showing and then they end on the Americas
0: right which i didn't mind that i just thought maybe the the drone shot could have been showing a few other things maybe people
1: maybe like a boat something something i don't know they would have had to build a shipwreck and they probably weren't doing that they spent all their money on their wave cg
0: yeah Mm -hmm. okay so that's the episode and the season and the season Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well okay so what was your least favorite scene
1: Oh, God. Uh, my least favorite scene, I mean, the least favorite scene was the ridiculous junior high fan fiction scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. Like, the the Shades of Grey Lady turned that into a series of movies when she fan, f- fan fiction Twilight, so maybe someone can can turn this into a thing and make some money off it. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Fan fiction's big these days. It but, uh, yeah, it was garbage. It was okay. straight up garbage. That was my least favorite scene yeah. as
0: well. Uh, favorite scene? None. You have to have a favorite
1: scene.
0: No. I'll tell you what it was. What I'll was tell it? you what your favorite scene oh, was.
1: Oh, my favorite scene was Lord John Gray's teardown of Lieutenant What's His Ass.
0: Yeah, that was your favorite scene. It was. As the person that sits beside you when we watch it, mm-hmm. I can tell you what your least favorite scenes are You're and right. what your favorite scenes are. We should get married. We should get married. Yeah. Um, spoiler We're already we married. married. We're married. What I was gonna say though is that when you really like a scene, you get very quiet. Oh, yeah. And when you don't, there like is off. <laughs> groaning and moaning. Yeah. and
1: Well, I did like that scene because yeah. I like Lord Jon Grey.
0: It was so I he have... better
1: improbably return in future episodes.
0: Why would that be improbable? He's taking care of Jamie's only son.
1: Mm, it's fair. Maybe because they're in a whole other country. Hard to say. Anyway, um, go ahead.
0: Uh, it's not I... like
1: you can just go to the airport.
0: You can't just go to the airport, that's true. But I mean, he got himself to Jamaica.
1: Right. Anyway, carry on.
0: I had two favorite scenes.
1: I'd love to know what they are. They're
0: tied. The first is, the same as yours, the Lord John Gray talking down to Captain Leonard. Yeah, for good reason. The second, tied with the scene where Jamie swims towards Claire and rescues her in the water. So beautiful.
1: Yeah, you can have and it. And romantic. It did look nice. It, it was an, beautiful. It was, it was a he, nice looking scene.
0: He would swim to the ends of the ocean for her. Mm-hmm. MVP.
1: Oh God, MVP. Uh, MVP. Go. Oh, you just. I need a second.
0: My MVP is Sam Hewen. because he. <sighs> Did a lot of of good stuff in this episode.
1: I feel that, yeah. Yeah, okay. My MVP is for the first time ever, Sam Hewen. Good
0: job. He had to
1: get through a lot of crap with a straight face, and he did. He delivered just some.
0: We also, by the way, though, I think we also gave him MVP in A Malcolm, which we didn't enjoy because it was basically softcore porn for 30 minutes with no plot. And he pulled off every second of that episode yeah
1: here's what I mean I don't think that Sam Hewen is long for this show I've said that before and I think episodes like this are the reason why I really but
0: he pulls it off
1: I I don't know how good of an actor he is or isn't but yeah seeing things like this make me feel like he is a better actor than he is shown I really feel like there may be some parallels to Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey who, I can tell you, I watched the first few seasons of Downton Abbey and didn't think Matthew Crawley was anything special and uh, Dan Stevens didn't think Downton Abbey was anything special and he basically got himself written off. Um, great cliffhanging twist, by the way. Uh, and then what I've learned since is that Dan Stevens is an awesome actor. He's, yeah. He's been great in anything I've seen him in. If you, actually, anyone who's listening, if you... If you want to, you know, check out some some a good show. Why can't I remember what the show is called? Now? I don't
0: know. but I don't think Outlander <laughs> fans would be a fan like of it. that show. It's an FX show with Dan Stevens. It's, it's a superhero not, show. I can't think of what it's, 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 it's that called. It's not that good. It's like having an acid trip. It's or incredible, and
1: he's incredible in it. I can't. Oh, Legion. Yeah, check out Legion. <laughs> Legion's amazing. I don't. Um,
0: I'm. I'm gonna say I wouldn't recommend that to anyone who enjoys Outlander. Any, but anyway, I what I'm like saying it.
1: is I, I feel like. Uh, Sam Hewen is maybe seeing things like that and thinking that, you know, he needs to get out from under these terrible, terrible lines. And I can't blame you, brother. Yeah. So, um, loin points. Are we on loin points? Yep, we sure are. Give, give it to me.
0: 88.
1: Is that your lowest?
0: No. Uh, A. Malcolm was my lowest at 85.
1: Okay, good, good. 88. Uh, I would give this, I mean, 15. Mm-hmm. You know why? Uh, one thing I one thing we didn't talk about in this because we glossed over it about the whole like Claire murder versus suit of self is, After finally establishing a bad guy in this show, yeah, they let that bad guy be around for two episodes. Two episodes, not even an episode and a half, mm-hmm. and then just kill her off. This could have been a really great and interesting. I mean, obviously it wasn't going to be because this isn't in the terrible books or the books and uh, y- you know it could okay, have been don't this... say
0: terrible books because you haven't read the books I
1: haven't read the terrible books you're right so it could have been this interesting like awesome like where they could have brought time travel back in I don't know if it would yeah, be we awesome, could have been awesome as a stretch we could have but... had
0: Galus arrive in right, 1968 yeah, like with thing Roger and Brianna like, like having...
1: Galus is after Brianna and they're after Galus because she's after Brianna like it actually would have been kind of interesting and all this stuff no let's just cut her head off and now it's over the end let's go to America That really cheesed me off. Like, it's, you just, you need a bad guy. I went through this last week and. We're
0: gonna get one. Don't worry. Don't you worry. There's gonna be a bad guy.
1: Okay, great.
0: I will tell you that there's gonna be a bad guy that's introduced in season four. And as of, I am almost finished The Fiery Cross, which would be season five. Bad guy's still alive and still doing bad guy things. Okay, good. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to, right?
1: Is it Jocasta? Jocasta? No, I don't know. I'm just thinking of people that I know have been cast. That's Jamie's in the future. aunt. I don't know. No, bad. it's not.
0: It's not Jocasta. Um, I don't know who
1: it is. I don't know who Jocasta is. I know I like she's the actress. The, yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, but she's incredible. Uh, um. Anyway.
0: What? Okay. So what? I'll, I w-
1: I'll, I'll learn
0: myself in the future. You sure will. Yikes. In season four. Right. Okay. So before we get to season four, um, I wanted to know. What you think may happen in season four? Like, what would you? And don't be like, I don't care. Blah blah blah. Because- I mean,
1: I don't care mm-hmm. because I can't imagine what could happen that would make me care. I mean, are they going to take young Ian back to Jenny and old Ian? Probably not. Um, but that, like, from a plot standpoint, that's the only thing. Like, their whole the the MacGuffin of this entire season or, or the back half of the season was to rescue young Ian. But now they have young Ian. And they're improbably in America. I, I don't know.
0: See, and this is what's really know. disappointing. Totally. It's, totally, it
1: makes it like, who's gonna? I who knows? What they're gonna open a teddy bear factory and drink liquor all day. Like it's anything could happen. Like it's yeah. it's, it's completely. There's no. Here's
0: what here's what the shame is. There is that season four will have a lot of really cool, exciting things which we'll learn about. I'm assuming in episode one, but I just wish I was kind of hoping that what they would do is kind of combine the beginning of book four with the end yeah, of season been... three so that it, there would be a little like look what's gonna happen because there's a lot of nice. stuff that's gonna happen yeah. and instead yeah i don't and you know what in their defense they did end it exactly as voyager ends with claire and jamie learning that they're in the americas
1: great and I mean, I guess if you're, if you're tuning in just to see Sam Heughan with no shirt on, that's more than enough for
0: you. Well, you got a good five minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I, I don't, like, no. I cannot think, if you're if you're not being, if you're not a, Sam, a shirtless Sam Heughan fan or, you know, being forced to watch the show by your wife, I, and I'm not just saying this to be a dick, like, I can't imagine what could have happened at the end of that episode that would be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't wait to tune in for episode one, season four. Like,
0: what? Well, this is what I think is happening. Is I really believe, and one of the things that I love about the uh, Outlander cast and crew is that they're extremely interactive on social media. And mm-hmm. I know that Merrill Davis, Ronald D. Moore, Terry Dressback, Katrina Balfe, Sam Hewen, they read all of the fan feedback which is really wonderful on one hand, but on the other hand, what they're reading are the die-hard Outlander book fans being like, how could you take this scene away or how could you change? And as a result, I feel like for season two, they went kind of off kilter and they, they changed a lot of stuff and they removed, I would say, 95% of the sex scenes. Like they made it more plot and less... Sex, which I mean, you still didn't love season two, but they had so many complaints, and I feel like they really took it seriously. And for season three, they're like, "We're gonna go as close to the book as we possibly can, and every sex scene we have to have in, and it doesn't matter if it doesn't really work on screen. We have to include it, or the fans get upset because they tune in to see this, and it's like."
1: But I feel like I've read that fans are upset. I mean, can you? I mean, yeah, they're never. No, no, no.
0: They're but they're never happy. They're never happy, right? Yeah. So
1: as well. You
0: know, make a good show. Yeah, if you're gonna piss them
1: off, at least make a good show out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so I really I hope
0: Ronald D. Moore is very much involved in um, season four. Something that we didn't is. see is apparently they were showing they were going to show a trailer for season four. We haven't seen that yet.
1: Yeah, we'll have to check it out.
0: We will have to check it out.
1: And by we, I mean you'll check it out and, and then make like, me watch, watch it. this. Right, and then we'll podcast about that trailer.
0: Okay. No, we so,
1: won't. Um, Oh, yeah. By the way, just uh, just before we wrap this up, uh, we have not reached 500 emails. But we so have received
0: a lot of we wonderful have, you know what? emails. To the extent that I said to Joe, I know it's not 500, but maybe we should do it anyways. And he was like, no, we said 500. So, guys, keep writing because I think there's a small part of Joe that would really love to watch all of season one and two again. <laughs>
1: there's no part of me I that's think why it would be I said really good for him anyway we I just want to go ahead and say we have gotten a lot of really nice emails from a lot of great listeners out there and and I will I will say this when I started when I agreed to do this with Megan I did not think we would get I, I thought it was gonna be like you know my cousin and her cat and that was it yeah I didn't think anyone would listen to this podcast. And although, you know, I don't know what numbers other podcasts get, but I can tell you, we get way more downloads on this podcast than I ever could have imagined. So, Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I, we, we appreciate it a great deal. We appreciate your emails. We appreciate you, you know, we're doing this for fun. And I, I appreciate uh, everyone coming along for the ride and having fun with us.
0: Yeah. And we will for sure be back for season four. <laughs> For sure. And in the meantime, over Droughtlander, if we keep getting emails, I will count every single email. And if once we get to five hundred, we will sit down and watch season one, like big announcement, everyone.
1: Yeah. Just watch watch that Twitter feed. It's it's coming. Somewhere <laughs> around 2028 we may have accumulated enough emails we'll see what happens anyway we'll see what happens that's it that is it thank you so much final edition of loinlander the most (laughs) unofficial outlander podcast on the internet or anywhere anywhere.
0: (laughs) okay thanks so much everyone have a good night bye
1: Yeah, so they go, and there's this, you know, sort of tribal dancing scene. And it goes on
0: forever to me. There's too many shots, and it actually, like, when I was watching it, ow. (laughs)